0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the AWS podcast, Simon Alicia here, good to have you back. I'm joined again by Robin Dutrecourt, uh, Product Manager for Amazon Polly. Welcome Robin. Thank you
1: Simon, thanks for having me.
0: No, I don't think I've ever got your surname correct because I'm not as good as Polly in terms of pronunciations, but um, I'm sure you'll forgive me on that one. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> so today we want to talk a little bit about Amazon Polly, but specifically in the context of uh, accessibility for people with with, uh, special needs and other really interesting applications of this technology, because with any new or more accessible than ever before type technology, um, it's interesting how it gets applied. So share with us some of those interesting spaces you've been seeing.
1: Sure. So Amazon Polly is a text-to-speech service in which the developer sends us an API request text uh, strings and in return gets the, uh, the speech uh, through either a streaming audio or through a, a file that they can download, such as an mb3 file. And uh, And there are a variety of different use cases. And uh, so in, in the special needs uh, space and accessibility space, really the idea here is there are lots of opportunities to use text-to-speech, uh, increasingly so across a variety of uh, applications, to, to voice content uh, that would otherwise be served just in text. Um, and so there are a lot of uh, new ways in which this technology is being used today, um, which is very exciting. And, and one example that I'd like to highlight, uh, just to give you an idea, is, uh, is a project called Pilexi, uh by one of our colleagues at AWS, uh, Troy Larson. And, uh, so, Plexia is, uh, is leveraging both Amazon Poly and Amazon Lex, which are both, uh, AWS services that were launched, uh, this past year. And, um, so Plexia, it's a, it's a Raspberry Pi and, and mobile-based special needs verbal assistant. And it lets caretakers schedule audio tasks, prompts, and messages, both on reoccurring schedules, uh, and or on, on demand. So it allows a, a communication between individuals. Uh, For example, if you would like to remind somebody that it's time to take their medicine, or it's time for them to, um, you know, to go outside for a walk, or it's time for them to get ready for an appointment, or to come downstairs for breakfast, or whatever it may be, it's it's essentially a a communication channel that allows you to uh, to interact with somebody who might be in a different space, could be a different room, for example, and you can create uh, recurring and regular schedules, or you can do this on the fly. And this is just one example of an application. That allows you to use voice to communicate with folks who might need some support, and I think it's also important to to mention that while this use case originates for a, a special needs uh, individual and, and and ultimately a population, uh, it can serve anybody, right? Because this is a a mechanism for communicating uh, across space uh, between people uh, to to communicate, share information. Uh, and so the, the idea here is that these special needs cases can be customised to specific uh, individuals, specific needs, but they can also be broadened as, as part of essentially a, a voice-first movement uh, in which voicing becomes a, a more commonplace mechanism for communication.
0: And I think that that change in interaction is a really interesting, almost um, seismic shift in, in the way technology is part of our day-to-day lives. I mean, I've got a... Uh, an Amazon Echo at home and you know, I've got young kids and they, they interact with it almost like speaking to a pet. It's really interesting to watch how they interact with, with Alexa in this case and, and and talk to her and ask her to do things and, and get things done. We're seeing this applied more and more in terms of day-to-day life. Uh, how do you see that sort of shaping out? What are some of the good examples you've seen?
1: Yeah, good question. I think uh, it really is changing lives and, and, and my kids enjoy our Alexa devices very much as well and uh, my two-year-old, for example, is, is growing up with the expectation that there's an Alexa device that she can talk to and, and she's managed to get the attention of Alexa and to trigger, uh, songs. And so she'll, she'll lean over and start talking to the device. And, uh, and it, it baffles me just how easy it is to interact with these kinds of devices and, uh, and how the lives of, of my children and of this new generation, uh, they're going to grow up with these kinds of devices with the expectation that you can, uh, you can interact with uh, with systems, with devices, and you can, you can have conversations, like in the Plexi case, uh, and with the Alexa devices, where, where that text, uh, that text that you get, or the text of speech output that you get, rather, from these voices, uh, is so natural that you assume that it's a person, or you assume that you can say anything to it, like, uh, like kids do. And, uh, and I think it also changes our lives as, as adults. And, uh, one of those ways is in the way that we consume content. So, uh, we're so accustomed to going to the web to uh, to read articles, to read blog posts to get the the content that we need for our, our daily lives. and uh, And yet, at the same time, we're getting more and more accustomed to, for example, podcasts like this one and and consuming content on the fly as we're uh, as we're traveling. So it could be whether you're commuting or whether you want to be hands free while you're doing something else. And so there are lots of applications for Amazon poly being used in uh, in this kind of medium as well, such as podcasts. And uh, I'd like to share that uh, one of our customers is Wushka, which is Australian based, and uh, and so they've found a way to leverage this service to uh, to voice uh, content in their podcasts uh, as a platform. And, and that's a very exciting development for us to see how, uh, as part of this uh, voicing movement, that this content is being used not just when you're stationary, sitting down, and you have an option to listen to text uh, as opposed to reading that text, uh, but you can also travel with it and and it allows you that flexibility that uh, is becoming more and more commonplace and accepted by users of all ages.
0: One of the the fun things I think about having services presented to customers via an API is that um, you're not dictating what they do with it. It's kind of like up to you how you want to use it. I think you had a really interesting um, transportation use case you mentioned to me as well that uh, I think our listeners would like.
1: Absolutely. So there was a hackathon that was conducted recently, and a uh, a Polish-based group was uh, the winner of this hackathon. And what they developed was a uh, a mobile application that leverages Amazon Polly among other services, and that supports the blind. And the idea there is it's a uh, it's an app that allows these individuals to get real-time information about transportation, such as bus or train schedules. And that lets them know, you know, what is the next train? Where is it going to uh, in real time? If there's some delays and a train is running late, it will let them know. Uh, and it's a it's a mechanism for them to interact purely through voice in order to uh, get to and from where they need to go. Uh, but through uh, through a mechanism that uh, that leverages a, a variety of services like Amazon Poly to uh, to communicate and learn about the the current standing of, of transportation that they have available to them
0: that's a very interesting use case and I guess in terms of this sort of you know, voice first movement for developers who are thinking about using a voice as part of their interaction what are some of the the tips or tricks or hints you would give them in terms of getting that better user experience that, that might not necessarily be apparent if you've never done this before
1: well Amazon probably gives you a lot of flexibility it, uh, it allows you to get very natural sounding voices right out of the box so the the simplest use case is you just provide text you select a voice and you get speech output and you can get that streaming in real time for use cases like uh this hackathon winning group that uh, that has real time uh transportation information or you can do that in a way that uh that allows you the ability to to customize uh more aspects of the speech that uh that is generated so for example if you're putting together a podcast or if you've got uh, something like the Polexi example where you want the pronunciation to be uh, customized in some way. So for example, if you've got some shortcuts in the commands that you want to use, you can use uh, lexicons. That's a, a, one of the features that's offered by Amazon Poly where you're essentially overriding the pronunciation that comes out of the box by these voices and you're saying that you want it to sound like tomato instead of tomato or gif instead of jiff or whatever your favorite uh example is of uh of words that can be pronounced in multiple ways and so that gives you the flexibility to to customize the pronunciation of a of a particular word and there are a variety of other features that allow you to uh to customize things like the speech rate or the pitch so if you find a voice that uh, that is speaking too slowly or too fast for your use case if you want to uh, create a, a language learning application and you want to slow down the voice because, uh, the folks who are interacting with this, uh, this product that you're building, uh, would benefit from hearing the speech spoken at a sl- uh, slower speech rate. You've got that flexibility. So we're, we're providing you with as many features as we can and, and of course constantly developing new ones that allow you to make those kinds of customizations that can be useful for your particular use case. But, but you, uh, you can start with something very simple. You can start with just simply out of the box. Uh, leveraging Amazon Polly and and get going right away. Yeah,
0: it's it's nifty. I like I like the little the little extras and the the lexicon part is really interesting to me because obviously you know, being Australian we do have our own pronunciation of different things and being able to to customize that can be really nifty as well because even even from a regional standpoint there's different regions that have different pronunciations so it is a. It's a fascinating world of, of voice. The nice thing is it is very easy to get started. So uh, if you haven't come across uh, Amazon Poly before, there is a free tier, which gives you a substantial amount of uh, of uh, capability that you can do straight away without spending anything. So at, at a minimum, you can do some pretty cool little demos and uh, and show people what it can do and then start to think about how you might apply it. Hey, Robin, thanks again for joining us on the podcast.
1: Thank you. It's been my pleasure.
0: And thanks, everyone, for listening. We'd love to get your feedback, at com. And until next time, keep on building.